Welcome to the Jaren Out Loud podcast. My name is Jaren, and I'm here to introduce you to you through strength, that you may learn to define it for yourself, discover joy in its pursuit, and develop the courage to live it out loud. I hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Welcome to Woo Woo Wednesday. This is the morning after you're joining me for my morning walk. Um, I just got done doing some breathing and some buzz gun work to kind of knock the remaining bits of tension out from the workout yesterday, but overall, I feel phenomenal. I feel like I didn't train on Monday. Uh, my gait is nice and smooth. I've got a long stride today. Everything that we did yesterday worked fantastically, and that was really exciting. And it made me want to spend some time talking about why we do a Woo Wednesday and why that needed to be included in a program that is now, again, supposed to be specifically focusing on powerlifting, right? Why did that make the cut? And it also begs the question of why the Woo Woo Wednesday day has changed so drastically since we first started doing one back in 2019. Well, back in 2019, prior to um, starting to run my training program, we were running a very intelligent version of a Westside conjugate style program. I had put my spin on it, I had figured out how all the gears work and spin at different speeds and everything, and I had put together a pretty uh, awesome rotation for getting people strong and keeping them injury free. The other things that I was seeing with the conjugate template as a benefit was the way in which it cyclically rotated the stressors that we exposed our lifters to, right? And since the way that I approach training is from a place of integrating the mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and social aspects, I started noticing trends between the types of lessons that the lifters were learning on the different types of workouts. I started noticing that max effort days became not just obviously a place to push ourselves, but it became a place where we habitually faced fear and stress. I saw on the dynamic effort days, not only were we working on explosiveness and form perfection and force production, but we were working on work ethic and work capacity. I would see here if people were lazy or not. The dynamic effort days also provided an opportunity to see if someone respected the process of mastering the lifts. Are you still as invested when we're working with 35% on the bar as you are when we're working with 95? And that was a huge eye-opener. And then came during the assistance work areas. Does somebody, again, work ethic? Can you push past pain? Can you trust that doing this exercise that is not the one that your ego is tied to is going to build the main lift? And can you respect that process enough to make the decisions required in that context to get the desired outcome based on an understanding of the bigger picture, right? So I looked at all of these things and I started seeing an overlap between obviously the things that we were training on the physical side, but then the improvements and the, the opportunities that were presented on the mental, emotional, and spiritual side as well, right? And with what I had learned at that point personally about the relationship between uh, emotional patterns and uh, places of tension in the body and how those things were affecting movement, I also then saw that same pattern happening with regard to the type of training that we're doing, right? And so this presented an, a huge opportunity to not only look at the training program from a place of output and performance, but as, a, as an opportunity to more intentionally 
make the training process be one that addresses the the mental, emotional, and spiritual, and social aspects of what it means to be a competitive powerlifter. So when I ran Savage Barbo Club, I did that by putting an intent on the wall. I would say, here's what our intent is with this workout. These are the things that we're going to face. I did that with the way that I set the tone for the workout and created the energy for it by how I greeted people as they came in through the door, the music that we chose to listen to that evening. I also did this by, uh, ah, lost my train of thought, guy just ran by me. Anyways, you get the point. We did these a lot of different ways, and through realizing all of those correlations and learning that the way in which our body moves is a reflection of our internal process, but also can influence our internal process. It goes both ways. Your body tells the story of your emotions, but we can also adjust your emotions through things that we do with your body. Right, so in doing and looking at things that way, then I had to look at the archetype of personality of the person who is drawn to a pursuit such as competitive powerlifting, and they're not too dissimilar from myself. The people that were coming into my gym weren't just walking in the door to learn how to lift more weight on a barbell arbitrarily, they were learning, they were coming to the gym to prove to themselves or prove to someone else that they were strong. They were trying to find reasons to justify suffering or pain in the past. They were trying to find places where they could assert themselves because they were not able to in other parts of their lives. They needed mental and emotional solutions that they were seeking through physical intervention. Right, And so the my in for having these conversations because obviously just saying, oh, that's great, happy, happy squat day, let's talk about your feelings. That sounds a little bit nutty, right? But my language has always been one of movement. And it's been something to where at that point, I knew that if we start to introduce these things on a movement perspective and we frame them in that way, we will have less resistance and it will help break down those walls that people are going to have to the types of things that I think we need to start incorporating into training. At the time it started with all of the breath work. I was getting involved in PRI. Um, because of my friends Min and Kevin. Min is a PRI uh, specializing physical therapist. Kevin's one of my buddies, another strength coach down in Salem. One of the only people I would ever refer people to because I know he knows what he's doing. But through them, I got involved in the deep breathing, which then progressed into meditation, which progressed into different forms of guided hypnosis, which, was for, which progressed into me adding in the binaural tones, right? And at the time, I was using these things for anywhere from one to four hours a day uh, just to work through my own stuff. But as I did this, I started seeing the impact that it was having on me internally. I calmed down, I slowed down, I was less anxious, I was more confident, I was more creative, I was more emotionally open and able to connect to people. I was more willing to be vulnerable and have conversations rather than just keep people at arm's length and manipulate the interaction to make them feel like I was a good friend of theirs without showing my hand. Right, and so I'm experiencing all of these changes and at the same time seeing this ever-growing need in my own gym and had to find a way to bridge those two things because my end goal has never been just to get people to lift more weight on the bar. I wanted to use the barbell as a means and as a metaphor for transforming their lives. And so with that being my intention and then obviously those being my observations, 
I had to find a way to start incorporating a part of their program that wasn't structured and that wasn't regimented, where the intent wasn't something quantifiable, where the only intent was improving the quality of movement and improving our soundness of mind and our work capacity, our willing to endure those difficult things. Right? And so by creating a day, which ended up being the Woo Woo Wednesday, to start doing all of the weird shit that didn't fit into a normal powerlifting program, it gave us a place that we were able to be experimental. Um, we were able to play and try out new things. We started investigating or playing around with the kettlebells and learning how those might correlate over to powerlifting and got me into studying more of Donnie Thompson's training. At that point, I'd already been following him for a few years for uh, rehab and prehab work, things like the body tempering and head spoken with him uh, on and off over a lot of the issues that I was having, right? But one of the things that he attributed much of his success to and longevity in powerlifting was his kettlebell training and the things that he learned from Pavel. So I went and studied all those things, dug up all the old articles and said, well, we need to start bringing some kettlebells in. So let's have a day to practice them. And that started as the Woo Woo Wednesday. And so on that day, what I did initially was tried to layer lots of corrective exercise and preventative exercise and things that trained either stabilizer muscles or things that incorporated uh, the muscles in an intentional and correct way based on proper postural alignment and breath pattern. And initially, people hated it. It was weird. It didn't satisfy the ego. It looked kind of dumb. It didn't directly look like it was ever going to make the barbell go up. And I started having a blast. I loved experimenting around with these things. So I'm having fun throwing more and more stuff in and figuring out how different combinations of exercises teach different awareness or different movement skills. I figured out that if I paired things in a certain way, we could have people make discoveries about how a movement was supposed to feel, not just how it was supposed to look or how a coach is supposed to tell you whether or not it was correct, right? I, I started teaching them awareness of their body and it all started with that breathing because we came into the gym and the first thing that I would have people do is go upstairs spend 10 to 15 minutes with their thoughts and feelings just laying on the floor breathing in a 90-90 position and then we would start our power lifting right very counterintuitive to come in and calm the fuck down when half the time people are expecting to slam some pre-workout and come in and destroy shit right but the more that we did that the more the lifts went up and the more composed my lifters became my people my people that I coached uh, I started hearing stories of you know hey this happened at work today or this happened with my kids and normally I would have responded this way but at this time I just paused for a second and I took a breath and I realized I could handle it this way much better right and that kind of awareness and so as we did that with the training not only did the awareness of outside life start to pour into the gym we could see the correlation between the things that we were working on and the way that we were training. I, and we were able to take those things and extrapolate them out to real life. And I was starting to see that overlap, right? It was great. And so the more I got experimental with movements on Wednesday, the more that those things happened and the more lifts started going up. And we started to get a bit of a rotation for, or a reputation for training kind of weird, right? The more, I learned the lesson left our powerlifting training looked like anybody else's, the less it looked like powerlifting. And the more out there I got, especially over this last 12 months since the gym has closed, 
the more that I learned that just straight powerlifting training, bilateral training, both feet on the floor, up down with a stick, is one of the most unnatural ways that the human body can move. Right? We're not ever in the natural world on a level surface. There are no flat things. There's no straight lines. There's no right angles. There's never a point in the world where you're lifting a perfectly symmetrical load on a predetermined element with both halves of your body at the same time. It just does not happen. Right? And so I've, now that I've realized that and I'm looking at putting together a new powerlifting program, then I have an additional concern that I need to address with the training, right? I need to address the matter of how do I continue to pursue this style of training because I do want the output and I like to do it. How do I do that in a way that doesn't compromise the basic foundation of healthy human movement? How do I do that in a way where I don't over time allow the training to influence my posture in a way that it sets me back? mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and socially, just to have a physical pursuit, right? How do I not end up like the power lifters that I don't want to be like anymore while still doing power lifting? And that's more or less where the Woo Woo Wednesday day uh, had to stay in, right? We started calling it Woo Woo Wednesday back in the day because all the things that we did looked stupid and we started hearing about it with <laughs> rumors coming back to the gym about people saying, what the fuck are those guys doing? So I decided to just own it and say, yeah, it's a woo-woo day. And then we had a whole day where all we did was woo-woo. Over time, people started to expect uh, new forms of crazy things. And it went from, holy shit, I'm so terrified about having to do a max effort lower today. And it transformed into, holy shit, I'm so excited to see which random torturous thing Jaren came up with today. People became excited to face challenges. And they became excited to see what they were capable of rather than going into the gym to try and prove what they wanted to believe they already were, right? And I was already experiencing those same things in myself and I was starting to see them in the lifters and the more that we trained uh, in those ways, the more those things happened. So with wanting to do my own powerlifting program now, I need to have a day that addresses that, right? And that's where Woo Woo Wednesday comes in and stays in. It's changed from the very beginning a dozen times now, but the intent on that day is to regain and reclaim natural human movement. We should be constantly improving our gait, our capacity to move freely and efficiently, our ability to work on uneven surfaces and our ability to be resilient and handle uh, unplanned attacks, right? <laughs> unplanned challenges which is very, very much the opposite of powerlifting. So what you'll be seeing with these workouts in the weeks and months to come is work that is focused on improving my capacity to move efficiently, right? I want to continue to have a healthy gait cycle. I want to have a loose and fluidly moving body during the times that I'm not doing the powerlifting training. And I want all the things to fit together. And the way that we have it, the day lined out now, does exactly those things. So the point is this. With our training and with our life, there always needs to be a return back to a place of balance. If we're going to do something unbalanced like powerlifting and, ex and pursue exceptional strength in one of those five places, then we need to be doing additional work in the other four places to make sure that those things do not get wildly out of proportion to each other. 
that we don't become highly unbalanced in our pursuit of strength. But internally, Woo Woo Wednesday is a day for me to just come in with the intent of taking care of myself and returning back to a place of balance and no tension. I want to feel the air able to move through my body because when I can breathe freely, then my mind is calm and I'm more creative. I want to be able to be fluid and flexible and explore and play. And Woo Woo Wednesday gives me a day to try out ideas and to move my body in ways or even have time to just move without a plan at all, right? Just to be and see what I come up with and see what I notice. It's a day for observation, the day for reflection, and it's a day for celebrating the ability to move in all the different ways. Because Woo Woo Wednesday is the day where I see how my other training on the, one, on the Monday and Friday, I get to see how those feel and carry over into real life. I get to feel strong in how I move. I get to feel confident in how I move. I get to feel flexible and intentional in how I move on Woo Woo Wednesday because that day, if we're really being honest, is the one that best prepares us for actual day-to-day life. Being able to go up down with a stick is great and it is a lot of fun and I derive a lot of meaning and purpose and passion from just the simple pursuit of rolling that rock up a hill over and over and over. But if that pursuit doesn't have any carryover into the rest of my life, if it takes, if training takes away my ability to move, if training takes away my ability to love and to be open and to share and connect, then that training doesn't build up the rest of my life and it needs to be cut out because my life is the priority and the training supports those things. And that Woo Woo Wednesday day that started off with just experimenting with some new things with a BOSU ball and some kettlebells has become the driving barometer of how effective my training is. I see the effects of my program in how I perform and move and think and feel on Woo Woo Wednesday. So that's some brief history behind the Woo Woo. I encourage you to follow along and try it out for yourself. Take care and I'll talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Jaren Out Loud podcast. For more of my content, including ether training log, written blog posts, and more, be sure to visit jarenoutloud.com. There you can sign up for my weekly newsletter where you can have the latest updates and content delivered right to your inbox. I promise not to be annoying about it. This episode is brought to you by Cynical TV, Vitality Education On Demand. There, Anisha and I teach you to defy the status quo, define vitality for yourself, develop the skills and capacities to build a life of vitality on your own, and deploy the fullness of who you were meant to be into your families, communities, and your own life. Enjoy a free one-week trial as well as half off your first month by using promo code OUTLOUD.